this is now going to be stuck in my head but that's okay anyway i just want to say welcome to everybody who's tuning in to episode 26 of ancestral eyes we have a very special guest on tonight reverend alexander cabot the high priest of the cabot lineage and I want to say welcome, Alexander, to Ancestral Eyes, and welcome to all our guests who are tuning in tonight. Good evening, everyone, and blessings out there. It's wonderful to oh. be here with both of you and everyone else out there in cyber world. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And Jean Jerome, welcome uh, to my co-host. Thank Go you, ahead, Thank you Rosa, and that welcome, a warm welcome to Reverend Alexander Cabot. Uh, a third degree high priest uh, of the Cabot line and uh, Enkwano. Nacido en Cuba. <laughs> well, th this is going to be a Spanglish edition uh, of Ancestralized episode 26. So, welcome. Thank you. Um, Thank you very well. And, and gracias. Bienvenido a todos. A little ashe, bit of Spanish ashe. for those who speak Spanish out there as well. Ashe, ashe. 
<laughs> Thank you. So, Sean Jerome, would you like to do an intro, uh, read yes. the bio for Alexander? Yes, uh, it would be my Thank privilege. So our, our good friend, Reverend Alexander Cabot, was born in Havana, Cuba. And on an old moon in September, autumnal equinox, he was the first child born to his mother. She had a miscarriage of her first pregnancy arising from a hex put on her, one filled with envy and deceit. Alexander grew up knowing that he was born to counteract that spell and save his mother's happiness and life. Living in New York at a very tender age, he was taught the magical traditions of a line of men in his family. Within that lineage, his great-grandfather, grandfather, and father, possessing initiated Masonic and the occult sciences, presented a good influence for him to model himself to. Being not of English descent, he was genuinely curious and heartfully drawn to British traditional witchcraft at an early age of 11 through the writings of Gardner, Sibylique, and Doreen Valiente. When Alexander became 13 years of age, he was initiated into Palo Mayombe of the Congo, Afro-Cuban Congo, and what we call tradition Inquisi. He then began his spiritual studies of El Evangelio de Alain Kardec, Espiritismo Cardesiano, at El Templo, La Luz Cristobal de Jesus, and he was crowned on his 19th birthday. African spirit guides carried him to be initiated to the African diaspora religion of Regla de Ocho Santeria Lucumi tradition. He was the right-hand man of Honoriate, Chief High Priest Alexander, was initiated and taught Welsh and Gardnerian New York Wicca by Lady Rhea, which was our former guest and part of yeah. the centralized uh, family now, throughout the 90s, yeah. but for several years after, he devoted all his time to his profession in surgery. It's very important to note that um, Reverend Alexander Kevin is in the medical uh, field. Having mastered that purpose for the all, he has personally decided to return to the craft and re-energize his spiritual journey again, starting on the great Sabbath, Samhain, 2009. Being mentored, initiated, and ordained by the official witch of Salem, Reverend Lori Cabot, High Priestess, his communal energies are now in Salem, Massachusetts, as well as in New York City, where he resides being a third-degree high priest of the Cabot Kent Hermetic Temple and an elder in his community. Welcome, <laughs> bienvenido de nuevo, hermano Alejandro Cabot. Alejandro, that's Welcome. right. I that's love right. this. I didn't have, unfortunately, I didn't have Lady Gaga back then, so they had to change my name from Alejandro to Alexander when I was in school. So, uh, but now, obviously, Gaga made it really popular. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So before we start our questions, I wanted to, uh, first of all, commend you on that uh, amazing video, promotional video. That is awesome. I love that. Thank Ooh. you. That video is done by Ashley Cruz. Uh, okay. And she is, she is a songstress. And uh, she has her own band called The Cruise Machine. And she's playing at the Pocono Witch uh, Festival, which is online. We, uh, Eddie Massey, who's my host for uh, This Old Witch, mm -hmm. a podcast that I'm his co-host for, he's going mm -hmm. to be uh, having various presenters. And um, obviously, Ashley Cruz is, is going to be one of the uh, uh, singer and, um, and songstresses that will be uh, playing there tonight. 
Oh, nice. Lee. Hello, my brother from Massachusetts. Oh, my God. There's so many people. I I'm have to give Ashley, you know, Ashley so Cruz. Ashley Cruz is Ashley. in. in Hello, house. Ashley. Very good song. Our, we, we Ashley. Uh, that, was, that was my. The day I love that song, Ashley. Of my birthday. And she invited me out to her house in Connecticut where she was doing the final filming with her videographer for her uh, music video that you just saw. So uh, I was, uh, it was a great honor to be in, in a featured in the first, in my first music video there with her. So it was wonderful. Um, wonderful. You know, to uh, portray the magic, the, the, the love, the priesthood, yeah. the priestess. Yeah. It's it was wonderful to have that um, all accumulated in in one in 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 a beautiful oh. video like that. Absolutely, absolutely, and thank you. Oh my God, I really I'm very impressed. And thank you, Ashley. Ashley, you looked amazing, just <laughs> amazing in that video. I have to say. Okay, so. Hey everybody, we're going to have a really good show tonight. I can feel it. I feel it in my bones. So everyone who's tuning in, we're just about to start our questions. And of course, in our usual style, we always start with the first question, which is, um, how did you first know and what brought you on your spiritual path? What was it that sort of pushed you forward? It was spirit. Uh, always has it's been spirit uh, that is something that it's been part of my fiber within this plane of you know of existence this this is something that I knew since I was a child like you when you spoke about the crone earlier on mm -hmm. uh, in in our beginning you I knew about the crone I saw the crone I felt her. She was the, she was always motherly. She was always present. Mm -hmm. uh, her energy was so inviting. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. spirit was with me always, and that's something that mm -hmm. I knew that I had uh, a calling. And obviously, mm -hmm. growing up within a magical family like my my parents. Uh, they were not of mm -hmm. the African diaspora, but they were more right. of the European, um, the uh, Alanka, what we call in my culture, Mesa Blanca, Alankarvek, or the, uh, the Freemasons. Uh, they were, my mother was mm -hmm. the daughter of the Eastern Star. We used to, um, as a little boy, I remember they would take me to the lodge. They they had a, a room mm -hmm. designated for children. There was a suit. There was a teacher or a supervisor. Mm -hmm. We would play in the room while the adults would go into the great hall, and the doors were mm -hmm. closed. But I felt the energy. I felt that um, great uh, mystery mm -hmm. going on within the you know within those uh, walls. Of, mm -hmm, of that mm -hmm. lodge that they belong mm -hmm. to. Uh, they were free thinkers. Obviously, I was brought up mm -hmm. Roman Catholic on the outside mm -hmm. as, a, as a social facade. Right. But, right. But within home, we were free thinkers. So the, the, um, 
the ideology of mm -hmm. female divinity and male divinity making the balance of, mm -hmm. of what is our existence on this plane, uh, right. what resonated with me even at a very tender age. Mm -hmm. So I knew, I knew that, that uh, spirit was the primary, the primordial force of it all. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. this is something, this is something that is part of my own um, incarnate spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I knew that, that I had this calling mm -hmm. that, I needed to evolve, and which I did. I, I, I kind of mastered into various uh, traditions mm -hmm. and kept going where I am today as, as a middle-aged man. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, it's been a very interesting um, life journey spiritually as well, starting off, as you said, with your parents. Would you say that that was more the um, espiritisto um, movement eh, with your parents. The, el espiritismo is, is, espiritismo is the umbrella term, but the branch of Alan Carder is spiritist. Uh, that was primarily okay. the branch that he started, that movement. Of course, the movement right, of right. espiritismo of the Victorian era, um, you know, started way back when by the sisters and, and you know, mm -hmm. Arthur Conan Doyle and commercialized no. and of course there were there were controversies with um Houdini yep. and trying to um mm -hmm. you know he was trying to find himself but also uh he was bitter and he tried to um outcast and and like Belodinsky and Madame Belodinsky and you know so more so many mm -hmm. personalities throughout history that mm -hmm. came with that movement. Mm -hmm. And I believe no, that sure. uh, there are the pros and cons in life, but you mm -hmm. need to believe in your inner core, in your inner in, okay. inner individual. And that's what's important in order for and you to, you know, keep going. I, th I think that everyone has their mission. Everyone has their purpose. Mm -hmm. Ashe. And that's absolutely that's the honest truth. And I had my own, and I had to find it. I had to um, my. You see, one of the one of the 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 teachings that I always got is that family cannot help you on your spiritual journey. Your blood family. So especially when you have a hex. Or you have, they, um, your parents can't, like, I couldn't help my mother, but I stabilized my mother's hex, you know, that I, I mentioned mm -hmm. in my bio. Because that mm -hmm. was primarily, there was a reason why I came with my, um, my grace, um, my and ability. eyes wide open. Yeah. Well, that, you know, and that, and that helped to stabilize and help and, and, and keep my mother's happiness at bay. And mm -hmm. just recently I've been able to eradicate all those energies, all those negative forces. Um, and it was a wonderful, it's amazing after wow. so many years that that uh -huh. could be done, but for the time being, 
I am well, I'm happy, I am, I'm on my, my, I still on my path. I could be 92 and still learning with a Absolutely. smile and keep on stop. learning and, and learning from a youngster, learning from a young person. Uh, you know, Absolutely. this is a faith of, of humility. That's one of the things that I don't, I don't see often. I, unfortunately, yes. you know, and I, I am one that I honor my elders. That's why I love Lady Rhea. I've known her for 30 years. She's one of my first high priestess in the craft and also a, one of my dearest friends. And I, and I help and I mm -hmm. do. And, I, and this is something that is my duty. Yeah. Como yeah. decimos en español, mi deber. Y lo tengo que hacer. It's my duty to do. Absolutely. So now I have to ask, how, how did you come to walk the path as a palero and get into Paolo? Oh, wow. So Freemasonry gave me the, the wisdom, the let's say. And then, and then, of course, the occult sciences of my, my, the, the lineage of men in my family. And then um, where, where, you know, we, we, they, were, they spoke about Nostradamus and they were, spoke about the Kemetic laws mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the, you know, the, the Hermetic laws, excuse me, and Kemetic magic. And uh, mm -hmm. we spoke mm -hmm. about so many things uh, 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 pertaining to mystery schools. So mm -hmm. one of the things that then later on when I was about 13 years of age, I had a friend in school and he was Afro-Cuban and mm -hmm. we grew close and we became very close friends, very good friends. And so he invited me over to his house and I, and, and I met his dad and his dad worked mm -hmm. in New York City in the Diamond District. He was a jeweler. And so um, I was fascinated with his um, being a mystic. And I didn't know what type of mystic he was, but he, then he, he uh, was able to divulge his, his mm -hmm. secrets of, of being a, pa, a palo, palomonte, which is the umbrella term. And then you have palomayombi, mm -hmm. which is like the first branch to reach Cuba because of the of, of the dia diaspora and then you have King B sign you have some some other I forget the the the, uh, the branches of, of um, or the lineages of um, there's one that is I think King B size is, is actually all three is the spiritismo palo santeria all, all together so but mm -hmm. the but the umbrella term is palo monte so this is a, a shamanic necromancer this is a uh, um, an old, of pre-Christian, you know, um, practice mm -hmm. or, or praxis of Africa of the Congo region, and so because of the the slave trade and the and the, in the, in, uh, mm -hmm. the migration of, of these um, of this culture came to the New World, brought mm -hmm. their faiths, and so. He was he was Afro-Cuban and he was an amazing man. He was a um, in Cuba. He was uh, a shoe cobbler, but at the same time, he was the mayordomo 
of Ernest Hemingway. He was the butler or the right-hand man oh. for her, Ernest Hemingway. And so I, oh, wow. I'm, all this is going into my book. This is uh -huh. a wonderful okay. tale and, and how he became, I, you know, he told me at a very young age, his life story. And I, I kept it in my memory bank. And so I write it in my book. It's a, it's fascinating Perfect. what he went through. Perfect. And so yeah. this man who became my godfather, um, was a very, um, interesting, uh, individual who had such knowledge and, and, and about the, the tradition. And so he, he actually was here in the United States in New York, he had to uh, commit to his promise of La Prenda. He needed to. And so how he was able, I'll tell you a little, a little story, how he was able to retrieve La Quillumba, which, which is a, a, a fragment of, of okay. that, um, of that, well, yes, it's, it's a mystery, but he was able to actually, he was a shoe cobbler and he was actually hollow out his heel and then place La El Macuto inside, which is an amulet. And he was, all, he was able to put it inside his heel and, and he was, and then leave the country uh, because they were, they were very, uh, they were in Cuba when you, the exodus, mm -hmm. they were very strict on what you were leaving mm -hmm. with. So he right. was able to hide this religious item in his heel that he hollowed out and leave to Spain. He left to Spain in Madrid. He lived in Madrid for four years until he was able to come to the States. When he came to New York mm. City, um, that's when I met his, his um, youngest uh, boy and we became friends and, you know, a, a Cuban, right. but Afro-Cuban. And it was fascinating. I was yeah. able to learn about the mysteries and and uh, the the religion itself. And um, he was able to um, welcome oh. me in with with whole heart um, and yes. learn spirit. Learn about learn about the, the the spirit itself. He was a true shamanic necromancer. And this, wow. this is how I started my journey through uh, Palo Mayombi, Palo Monte, Palo Mayombi. Mm -hmm. and, um, and later on, at the age of 15, I went into um, my first spiritual temple, which was La Luz, mm -hmm. El Grito de Jesus, um, which there, El Evangelio de Alan Kardec, which, which uh, this is something that they made us all study each and every book right um but it was creole it, it it was a it was typical cuban um spiritismo so it was alan, alan kardec but but more the creole uh which right. we when we say creole is more the fusion of uh the the culture itself of of the cuban culture so you okay. have the European and then the African uh, right. together. So that so. was an uh, that was an amazing experience where I was able to 
uh, what we call desarrollar mediunimicamente. I was able to uh, develop my mediunimic abilities, uh, mm -hmm. tap into them, uh, have remote viewing, third eye, uh, what we what we mm -hmm. call alpha. Um, but more than that, uh, like the some one of the most uh, ancient mystery schools that we have today, which is Rosicrucians. They use a lot of the, the first uh, principle of hermeticism, which is uh, mentalism. Right. So that was one of my training uh, from the mm -hmm. age of 15 all the way till 19, where I was crowned. Um, wow. And it was, uh, it was wonderful to be part of that temple because the family energy the humility the loving mm -hmm. the support mm -hmm. i was the youngest medium of them all i was 15 years of age among a, a group of wow. 50 mediums <laughs> so in a wow. circle and we, wow. we have different uh techniques within the culture mm -hmm. cuban culture which is el cordon Cordonero. Medionimico. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you have also the, 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 you know, the, the, um, where they sit in a, in a, in a, in a circle. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the, the, the end, the uh, doorway is tied off with a flag or a pañuelo, mm -hmm. what we call a scarf. Mm -hmm. And okay. that is, uh, that was, that's typical. That's more, um, city. That's more city, and then you have the more country version, um, mm -hmm. which is more cordon, and and then the the vibration where they go singing around ah, in a circle, right? In in um, clockwise, right? And right. Uh, that that is beautiful too. I've experienced that in Miami, but what I grew up with was more the the uh, the city technique Additional. of. El, el, el cordon, you know, mm -hmm. that we would sit down and, and you would, uh, each and every medium had its uh, time to speak and they would do, and they had a pad mm -hmm. and a pencil and you would, you would then go into trance and then, and then start writing. Yeah. And then you go back into trance and, and then write some more. And then you, and then at the end, when it was your turn, that you would speak what you have received. Ah. So that that is that's the training that I got at my uh, younger years. Wow! And what a what a platform! What a foundation for your future coming into witchcraft for sure. And now, how did that transpire? Oh my God, Alex! It's, it's, it's amazing. Wait before that, because wait for it because he went into regla de ocho first. <laughs> he was in regla de ocho right. first. Right, he was crowned. So, but I, I'm going to say I'll go back when I, the tender years of my life. Um, at wow. the age of 11, mm -hmm. um, I was fully drawn into um, witchcraft, British traditional, because mm. I, the crone, like I said, the crone always spoke to me. She revealed herself. She was always motherly. 
she always was there mm -hmm. for me um so i at the age of 11 i remember that i was deep into um gardner uh Sybil league mm -hmm. was my favorite i love Sybil league i was like total in total awe of Sybil league at that age she was my introduction too <laughs> yes diary of a witch you know yeah for a yeah young, yeah, for a young yeah. Lad, i was like wow this is great so she was a, a, a amazing practitioner author you know teacher everything yeah um i i just uh, was very inspirational so Sibylique, yeah. then you had you had gardner and doreen valiente Yes. And 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 awesome to be, I'm going to mention something that a lot of people. There's all always controversy, but I always respect. They, they were there for me in my younger years. Was um, Gavin and Yvonne Frost? I know a lot of yes. people have a lot of controversy with him. You know, with yes. them and everything. But years have passed and everything. But they were responsible for making Wicca a, a religion. To be federally well, and they brought it to America. They yeah. really did. They did. So, and they yeah, were, they were the first them. ones to have, and I remember in 1964, they were the first ones to have uh, the Church of Wicca. Okay, when when, when okay. we didn't even think, think that Wicca would be, become a household word. Yeah. So, yeah. This is something that, that we, you know, we have to accept we have to be more humble and more compassionate this this fighting feud about people and this and that no way we have to embrace it's it's about humanity and it's about our growth yes unfortunately yes. you know you don't see that today you see the entitlement no. you see uh you know i do this i do that you're not this you're not that you know, and it's not that—that's not the case. Lots of judgment. Yeah. No, you work hard for what you have. Absolutely. You oh, work you, you, hard for. Yeah, I worked hard for what I have. I, I, in order for me to become a cabinet high priest, I ventured out to say, I live in New York City. I took the bus. I took the train. I went out to Salem, to Boston, to Salem. To, to learn from a great elder like Laurie Cabot. To, Kudos to, to you. Mentor, to be blessed by her, to be then ordained and, and initiated by her. This is a great privilege. Yes. Yes, it is. You know, we, but it comes with our hard elders. work. It's not from a book. No. Because the old craft was taught by... And it, it, it's still it's still certain traditions. It's all about oral traditions. Absolutely, it's and, an oral and, tradition. And when it came to Palo, for me, for me, when I write in my book, it's because it's oral tradition that was passed on to me. Do I reveal mysteries? No, I don't reveal certain no. mysteries. I reveal no, the can't. basics and and the whole memoirs. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. People forget this, you know, even when I look back, um, you know, lots has been said about, 
oh, the Slavic, uh, you know, pantheon or the Slavs don't have a religion or um, it's been lost in antiquity because it's an oral tradition and it has been passed down as such. There is no quaint little pantheon the way most other, you know, cultures have. It's a living tradition. And that's how we had, you know, lived and brought our traditions forward. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot to be said about our elders. And, and, you know, kudos to you, Alexander, for saying that. Because we forget about some people who, you know, coming up through the ranks, We've had to do the things that we've had to do in order to get to where we are. And it is hard work, but we've also had people that have guided us. And, you Absolutely. know, like you mentioned. And, you know, and, and it's sentimental. And you know, and it touches me. Like like Lady Rhea, I, I adore her. She's one, you know, yes. Lori Cabot, I adore her. She's, they're one yes. of, you know, my elders, my teachers, my mentors. Mm -hmm. How can I mm -hmm. not you know, put them These, on pedestals yes. and, and honor them because once you honor your elders, you, you honor yourself. I always Absolutely. So. You know, they were the ladies I looked up to, you know, when I went to Salem and I bumped into Lori Cabot in her store, we just kind of like looked at each other and I went, I was kind of stunned. I went, was that really her? And she just kind of looked at me and went, whoa, and sort of walked off, right? But, you know, I grew up wanting to know these people and Lady Rhea, you know, I mean, like, this is like, for me, it's a dream come true to have had her on our show. Honestly, it really was. It was such an honor and a pleasure, you know, oh, it I'm really so happy. happened. I'm so, so happy. You know, this, this, you know, this is about humanity. This is about, uh, I always say, and, and I'll always say to the day I die, religion is man-made. It is our mere yes, it is. interpretation of spirituality. And mm -hmm. so each and every tradition, it is made by us in order to, yes, to have, to be close to divinity, to, to understand our existence. Mm -hmm. This is something that is important uh, within mm -hmm. humanity and, and culture. And so in mm -hmm. each and every culture has it. And yes, so that's yes. the beauty of it. It, 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 is, it. it has its art form. And mm -hmm. each culture mm -hmm. has that art form. It has that beautiful visualization or mm -hmm. sympathetic magic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, that's and passed that's, down. That's, that's the that's the whole encompasses everything in life. It, you know, it puts a, a smile to my face. That's what that's Aww. wonderful. But but today today is about mm -hmm. um, us getting together to share knowledge, to share wisdom mm -hmm. with those mm -hmm. uh, brothers and sisters out there that are connecting with us. That's the true reason Absolutely. for this. And I'm happy Absolutely. for your show. Thank you Thank so you. much. And we're, we're, we're tickled pink that we, we actually put this whole show together too. It, it came Good. from a dream. It really did. You know, it was just something okay. that, uh, you know, I called up Jean Jerome and said, hey, I had this really weird dream. And uh, Jean Jerome heard me out and he said, let me get back to you, you know, and he did. And well, here we are. Well, episode 26. Say, you have, you have a very good friend there and you have a good co-host because John Jerome is a unique man. 
He's a yes. very special man. Yes, he is. In, I in, in, you know, to have him in Canada. I have to say, I, I want to give a shout out to my Cabot brothers and sisters in Canada. Yes. And all in Massachusetts yes. as well. But especially in Canada, there is a chapter of the Cabot Ken Hermetic Temple in Canada, in yes, Hamilton, Canada, Canada um, yes. by Reverend Leslie Armstrong and yes. Reverend Jeff Sutton. They run yes. a beautiful coven of the Cabot Ken Hermetic Canadian chapter. We call them the yes. Canadian Cabots. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to give them a shout out to Leslie, to Jeff, to Kimberly, to Ashley, to uh, everyone else out there. I'm sorry if I forgot your name, but <laughs> yeah, Melissa. I will be Melissa but I, wanna, I wanted to give them my love um, and let them know and let them and thank them for actually supporting your show and 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 being an audience for thank this uh, for this uh, episode. And they're welcome. Thank you so much. All right, all right. So let's get back to now. Okay, because Jean Jerome is is going to really bug me if I don't <laughs> ask you to continue your story about the your your crown to Regla de Ocha. <laughs> Ocha. You won't yeah, let yeah, me live this down if I don't ask. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Um, yes, uh, from Espiritismo, um, I, at the age of 19 when I was crowned and everything, of course, life has a tendency to shift and change and, and you, and uh -huh. you kind of lose track of, of your past and so forth. So I was, uh, introduced to Honoriate that saw a certain spark in me, a certain um, angel, as we say. And he knew that I was supposed to do more. And mm -hmm. I, he actually took me under his wings and I was able to go through the whole protocol of Ocha. And, um, it was an amazing experience, and I knew that that was coming because, once again, spirit came to me. Spirit divulged mm -hmm. its secret. Mm -hmm. It said that I would receive in Adimu. I would receive uh, something mm -hmm. of a blessing in Ide, and it would be soon, and it was, it was again, it, it came. Um, without mm -hmm. me even thinking about it, and it it just transpired, and uh, to and to the point that I was able to become, um, you know, one of of mm -hmm. Ocha, and receive all its blessings. It was it was phenomenal. It took uh, apparently it took about three years. But I was able to go through, and at that time, I remember going into New York and going into the magical child. I, I, that, that is something that is something 
memorable for me and and kind of sentimental because it reminds me of Herman Slater and uh, going into the child and seeing, you know, actually seeing Lady Rhea. And mm -hmm. this was, yeah, this is right before, right before she opened up Enchantments in, wow. um, in okay. the East Village with Carol. So this is like tender, tender memories that I write. All this is going into a book. So I'm, 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 I'm happy to keep this, you know, her future legacy. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. And so when you got crowned, was that in New York or did you have to go back no, to was, Cuba? It, no, it was in New York. I was actually, part of okay. it was in Miami and part of it was in New York. Ah, okay. All right. So okay. I was a, it, it took about three years and then working with this uh, chief high priest, uh, which usually mm -hmm. like when you say, when you mention chief high priest is uh, within the ATRs, uh, this is a um, Oriate. And the Oriate is um, pretty, pretty up there. But you see in, in, um, in Yoruba, or or santeria you have you know you have that umbrella and then you have ifa which is totally uh linked but separate and it's yes. it's totally uh, um it's it has its own division itself but um it's based on a great master mm -hmm. of Oromina, yes. and yes you might know so yes, uh, a lot kind of people of. don't, you know, huh? John Jerome, and I know, <laughs> kind of. Uromila, which I don't have my idea with me. I, I have two. I have one in gold, set in gold, and I have, I was one of the first ones to have it out of the leather because in the old days, you would have, you uh -huh. would have Ilide inside of leather and it would be encased. Ah inside of a leather band. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, part of the, the, I would say the, the, you know, when we came here to, to the States, but that was the first. And then the new wave of, there's always modern versions, but the new wave mm -hmm. back in the nineties, they started doing gold case uh, ideas and also uh -huh. silver so they would place ah. it in silver and then they would actually have it to be fed as we say yes mm -hmm. as i have mine very yeah. plain <laughs> it's not encased in anything yes. but, but you know have it, it we works would have it encased in gold or and that was just a fancy because cubans love gold that was a cuban blade yeah, the Cuban, <laughs> Cuban, the Cuban link. We we Cuban go with there's, there's a there's a bling, link bling. that actually is is Italian, and because the Cubans bought this typical link Cuban link of chain, uh -huh. it, be, it it got colloquialized as the Cuban link. So every jeweler that you go to, oh, the Cuban link. Oh yeah, yeah, the Cuban link. <laughs> so it, it it became a household word. So uh, yes, I love um, that. 
So the elite. Yeah. So the first the first time I I received my um my guerreros or warriors were from Babala. Mm-hmm. Babala was ah. he was uh from you know he was Cuban, and he was the first one to actually present to me and my first elegua de fa. Okay, eshu ah eshu aye. Oh, very good. Ah, very good. Yeah, there we go. Very good. So we all have our issues. I go, I go, I go. <laughs> wow, you're good. You're good. Keep going. Keep going <laughs> yes. Let me so, just break out into dance right now, you know? <laughs> oh, let me, now I get inspired. Oh, me tuto, Ana tuto, tutule, tutu inya, tutu aloroye. Wow, very good. You're no, good. Um, <laughs> This is something okay. that that was very inspirational for me. So once I went through the whole um, ATRs, um, mm-hmm. and remember, my my parents was totally reneged on Santeria Palo. They didn't, you know, that was not their thing. Their thing was ah. more of a, you know, uh, of Espiritista. the Freemasonry, Spiritista. Um, they, they of a higher vibration, Rosicrucians, so you know, so forth. So right. I understood. You broke away. I have my, I have spirit guides that are African, you know. So they drove me to to uh, be initiated. They, they, and mm-hmm. how how fortunate I was I to to have such a friend whose father was. A palero, a full-fledged palero, a taita in Ganga, that mm-hmm. was able to um, mm-hmm. teach me, and and me as a youngster at thirteen, Absolutely. be part of that prenda, a fundamento. Okay, you know, I know, and, and also, and and um, when I had my first registry, I remember that um, it was Mama Centella. Who's oh yeah, oh yeah, and we we kind of um, uh, con, you know synchronize it with with uh, Hecate, and so Mama Centella okay. oh yeah, Remolino contra viento, and so we she was the first to claim me, but then there was Ochung, there was uh, Mama Chola, that what oh, they call in Congo. Mama Chola, and and mm-hmm. then there was, and then all of a sudden, this this total tornado, and she presented herself with a crown, and she claimed me. It was yeah, <laughs> Mama Mama Kalunga. It was a uh, Yemaya, Yemaya, Yemanja, the the Portuguese or the or the exactly. Brazilians would say, yeah. Mother of fishes, yes, Yemaya. Yeah. Yes, and, and <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's I, a, it's a beautiful the the uh, patakis uh, the patakis of um, of Yoruba is very beautiful. It's 
Uh, it's such like like the Native American, beautiful stories mm -hmm. of nature yes. and 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 uh, spirit. And so, um, yeah. do you forces. have time for me to, to mention one yes, of the Pataki? Yes, of course. Okay. Oh, please, go right ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. So, in the beginning of the world, when Olodumare, which is the creator, the all, when Olodumare is, is going to make the world, the, the planet Earth itself, he actually creates... Um, the, the earth itself and the seas. And so when he creates Orungam, which is the center of the earth, and then he creates Olokum, it's the abyss of the mm -hmm. sea. He creates Olokum first because she is the mysteries of the sea. Mm -hmm. And from the mystery arises Yemangya, and she gives birth to all the Orishas. And then onto yes. the earth steps the first avatar, or the first Obatala, which is Odua. And he's the oldest and wisest and the most purest of all the uh, Obatalas. And he, s he steps onto the earth. And so that's one of the uh, uh, Patakis. It's, it's yes. the, the, the whole carpamentalization of it, it would be Olodumare, Olofi being like the Holy Spirit per se. So Olofi and then Obatala being the, the, the avatar itself or Odua being that avatar stepping onto the earth. And then yes. of course yes. Yemaya rising from Olokun and giving birth to the all the other Orishas. It's a beautiful. Awesome. Um, uh, it is. I love hearing anything about Yemoya. I am a daughter of Yemoya. So, oh, for me, well, me too. Uh, I'm a son of Yemoya. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love my oh, Yemoya for sure. Oh, me or Yemoya? <laughs> yes. Yemoya or Loco? Yeah. Yes. So, that, that is something that is dear to my heart. Um, so, the ATR is, plays a very important mm -hmm. part of my my upbringing of course my pilgrimage into uh the spiritual praxis and um and so on to mm -hmm. then uh new york and you know uh, uh, i was a club kid before the 90s ever developed the term club kid okay so i was a club kid back in the days of Danceteria and limelight, oh, okay. and so okay. this this gay nineteenth uh, street. There was a, there was a, there was the the only well American because we, within our our culture we had botanicas, we had botanicas everywhere. That's our witch shops. But yes. Um, yes. this was special because this was a an American occult shop located ah. on Nineteenth Street in Chelsea and it was owned by Herman Slater and uh -huh. so I it was a stomping ground for me as a as a kid so I would I would go before I would go to the clubs uh -huh. if it was Terry on 22nd or 19th Street right there on 6th Avenue would be limelight but that was 1983 at the time when they opened 
And so I would go into into Herman's store, and I was a, I was a young pup, and so I would I would be fascinated with the books, the occult books, and so forth. So I would go and I would read, and Herman always had a liking to me. So I I would read my book, but then there was someone else that came by and copied what I was doing. So they would read books, and he would be furious. So he would say, <laughs> hmm, you know, he said. This is not the New York City Public Library. Effing out of here. <laughs> so he had a he had a sign up in the store. It says, um, a, buy you know, buy or buy. <laughs> he would say buy or buy. <laughs> That's what Lady Mia said. Yeah, he had a he had a sign. He was like, "Buy or buy." Uh, I love it. And it was so I love funny. it. So uh, yeah, I I never forget that. I was like, I would cringe. I was like, but it was not towards me. He would always let me, you know, check out the books because I was yeah. polite. I was very careful, and I gingerly opened up the books, and I never really. Uh, manipulated them, you know, harshly or anything like or that. the pages with your finger yeah, and turn no, the pages. I was, I was very, yeah, I, I was very kind. Yeah. Hi, Herman. How are you? You know, so and, yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm a, I was a cute little boy, so he, you know, he loved that. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's cute. So, All so, right. No, it, it. Those are the, my my fun memories. Of course, uh, uh -huh. Lady Rhea. Um, uh, Eddie Bazinski, uh, beautiful, his beautiful, bewitching green eyes, uh, such a magical uh, being. Uh, those were one, yeah. you know, those were like very um, inspirational moments of my life. Growing up in New awesome. York City and, had, and having the, the child, you know, as, yes. as one yes. of my stomping grounds. Yes, the magical yes. child. God, I remember reading about this, you know, here in Canada, just going, wow, now that's a place I'd really like to go, you know. But, <laughs> hey, here we are. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a memory now. But that's going in my book as well. <laughs> and Perfect. <more>. Perfect. <laughs> so now, how did you start going into witchcraft? I know it was something that you said that uh, you've always been interested in. So at this point, after being crowned, was there this link with um, going into the magical child and getting to know people, the right people coming forward at the time, and boom, you're on the path that you're I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on the path. Um, it's about resonating with your teacher. You know, mm -hmm. you you always know wholeheartedly when you resonate when right with teacher. your mentor, with your teacher. You know that that's that person for you. You could be mm -hmm. mistaken and you may, you know, later on, you know, move, uh, mm -hmm. you know, aside. But you know that that person, so Lady Rhea has always been who she is, the most kindest, compassionate, loving human being I've ever met. And so uh -huh. I totally gravitated towards her. And, um, mm -hmm. and we lost connection for a while. You know, life has that tendency to just, mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah. take yeah. you on its course. And then if it's meant to be, it'll bring you back. 
and so I um, was able to um, know that she was in Yonkers and she had her shop and Uh I was able to connect with her and that's how I started my whole um, journey through Welsh, Mm -hmm. the New York um, Gwydith tradition Mm -hmm. and also a Gardnerian New York Wicca because I was initiated by uh, Lady Rhea and by, um, uh, you know, um, uh, (laughs) Solovanchik. I know it's last name. Okay. Um, Okay. Her husband at the time. Okay. All right. They, uh, I was able to, they, she elevated me back in 95 and it was a magical journey i was mm-hmm. um brought in knowing she knew that i was prepared and she knew Properly who prepared. i was and mm-hmm. and uh that's one of the things that when you're that connection with your teacher mm-hmm. and student and student and teacher mm-hmm. that that is uh priceless mm-hmm. D- would you say that you still practice witchcraft and your lineage now today, as opposed to anything that you've, you know, gone I practice, through? I practice, cabbage, I practice today cabbage tradition. Mm-hmm. I practice uh, cabbage tradition. Uh, do I represent, do I um, acknowledge and honor? Yes. Other, uh, you know, my, my um, past, uh, traditions, but mostly what I, uh, and that's important to relate onto the audience is that you have to, you can't mix, you can't be, there is some sort of, yeah, there is eclectism, uh, being eclectic, but you have to understand that each and every tradition has to be honored and has to be, um, respected and performed solely on how it is. So if I'm going to honor, let's say, Gardnerian, I will honor it how it was because I'm a traditionalist at heart. So you have to honor it as is. You can't be mixing, you know, mixing it in and so forth. Um, no. I think it, it loses its value. It loses certain respect towards that tradition. So today I pr- primarily mm-hmm. practice Cabot tradition. I am a reverend high priest. I represent um, the priesthood within Cabot tradition mm-hmm. and also her legacy, Lori Cabot. Okay. All right. So with all this rich, wonderful, spiritual work that you do, how does this affect your profession, you, as at, in the oh, medical field? Wow. Oh. How does that play into, <laughs> into everything? <laughs> because okay. that I find fascinating. As a frontliner um, in today's world that, you know, we've experienced it's been it's been quite tough guarding yourself spiritually it's been a challenge i would say Mm -hmm. uh to be Mm cut to to challenge to uphold 
the profession and its its mm -hmm. purpose, its mission of um, caregiving, of 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 excellence mm -hmm. in in in, uh, in nursing, in surgery, which what I do primarily. I have thirty years mm -hmm. of nursing and twenty three years of um, surgical services. So I'm a, I'm a surgical technologist uh, as well as a first mm -hmm. assist. So I mm -hmm. am diverse in mm -hmm. my own services when it comes to plastics mm -hmm. and recon and otolaryngology, otolaryngology. Mm -hmm. So I, I pretty much um, use my magic to guard myself, to neutralize, to to provide quality service mm -hmm. uh, towards my patient. That's one. That's that's the primary mission of mm -hmm. of my profession today, and always it always has been. And helps you to focus as well. It, and, and it, 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 it helps me to focus, but I try to. Uh, mm -hmm compartmentalize my profession from also my priesthood because a lot of people within within my profession a lot of people don't want to understand that uh, a lot of people won't understand paganism mm -hmm. wicca no. nevertheless witchcraft they wouldn't understand what yeah. you know yeah. the other day i was working with my surgeon in his office uh, in surgery suite that he has in his office, and I was like, and he said, I saw you on Instagram on, and with this robe and this and that. And I said, I told you I'm, I'm a priest, but he doesn't know what kind of priest. So he ah, thinks, okay. you know, I told so you universal, very spiritual. I told, I tell him it's you, you know, spiritual, universal. I never tell him, okay. you know, paganism yeah. or witchcraft. He yeah, would, you don't want to get into that. He wouldn't. It wouldn't register with him. No, uh, so, the average person doesn't understand that, and no, it, it would be no, way no. too much to try to explain that. So no, I totally it, it would be too that. much for for him to even digest. So I would Absolutely. rather not. You know, that's why. Hence, why you don't I need to go there. Alexander Cabot and Alexander de la Rue, which is my my real name. Okay. And then publicly well, I'm known done, as Alexander Cabot. Yeah. Well, thank you, Alex. I, I'm i finished my questions, but I know Jean Jerome. I always hand it off to him because he's got a thousand and one questions, and he's also the one who introduces some of our uh, people who tune in. They have questions. So I'm going to hand it over to Jean Jerome, and we'll go from there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bueno, primero, bienvenido, mi hermano. Uh, it's very interesting, the trajectory, the spiritual trajectory you've had. I'm going to do this bilingual so that for those tuning in that are primarily Spanish speakers, they can uh, understand what, what's mm -hmm. being said. A través de ese recorrido espiritual, haber pasado por Palo, también la parte espiritual del cardecismo, eh, regla de ocha y ahora, en tu práctica como reverendo de, de Cabot, la tradición Cabot de, de Wicca. Una pregunta es, ¿cuál es el sistema que usted más utiliza para orientarse, para guiarse en el sentido de adivinación? 
So I'll ask the question, having passed through the various traditions we've outlined, palo, spiritismo, regla de ocha, and, and now, you know, Cabot uh, 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 Wicca, the question is, what is the main tool or the main sort for uh, guidance in terms of, you know, divination and so forth that you, what is your personal go-to or do you yourself do divination? for anyone in terms of your tradition? For divination, it's just individual, individualistic. So I do, I do um, a, una combinación. It's a combination of me, of my roots, of me as an individual, and also what I've learned throughout. So I would, I would primarily uh, the ba the basic is is you see, Laurie Cabot has a user friendly technique which is the crystal countdown meditation, uh, that is wonderful for those that are learning how to go into alpha, how to learn. But when I was growing up, we didn't have anything like that. Mm -hmm. We we mm -hmm. automatically they taught us close your eyes go mm -hmm. into rem a remote viewing into the third eye you know and that and and right away i would i would see the light i would see the pictures and it was like a movie picture you know what i mean within my mind and i would then then know what was going on and then i would relate and there would it would, it would be symbolic and you know some sort of semantics and so forth so that that sort of divination is what I still practice today. Um, I'm more in tuned. I, I just went through a certain exercise of, um, of a month that I needed to do to straighten things out, to do some sort of house cleaning, which I did. And I was able to now, I feel sharp like my 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 spiritual senses are more quick there's not not that delay there's not that obstruction anymore i feel very mm -hmm. alive very in tune like right away that i could put myself in a higher consciousness um mm -hmm. and, and and it's so and it's so beautiful that 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 is able to be done with no obstruction um and that's work that's that that's what i'm saying it's, it doesn't come from a book it doesn't you know yes learning there's books out there that you could learn and absorb but also things have become diluted um mm -hmm. things have been been spread spread out so if you're looking for the path um search for someone that resonates with you learn from them grow um see what else you could you know you could venture out into it's it's not it's mm -hmm. not all it's not the 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 only the the end of you know what i mean it's it, everything evolves we all evolve even okay. after this life if we evolve absolutely okay, okay. and uh, right now like being in uh, from new york and living in new york and having been through the different, what has been, uh, this is something I wanted to ask later, Ria, but I'm, 
we had such a delightful conversation. We went to so many areas that we ran out of time. <laughs> I got to ask you. I got to ask you. So, um, and also because you're you're born in Cuba, so having the, the both sides, what how have you found the relationship between the these different traditions in terms of communities in New York? Have you seen there to be support and communication and like an outreach between, let's say, uh, the the um, Inquisi community or Palero community with the Regla Ocha community, Santeria, with the Cabot and other Wicca or witchcraft communities? How has that, you know, especially facing a common and something which I like very much that you said earlier, because it's something which the ATR and even the the um, Regla de Ocha and, and IFA Afro-descendientes suffer from, which is pointing fingers, criticism, infighting, one-upmanship, mm -hmm. disrespect, rather than coming together for humanity, coming together in terms of setting an example and working mm -hmm. together to defend from, you know, sometimes one of the biggest enemies we all have, which is ignorance. So how have you found that in terms of New York uh, growing up? A, you know, a very interesting sort of experience there. I would, I, that's, that's nice to, to, for you to say. And I would like to add to that. Also, ignorance and ego. So unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, uh, ego plays a big part of it because it's people fall into the trappings. This is a spiritual path. This is about... Mm -hmm emotions this is about spirit mm -hmm. this is about our humanity our love you know for nature for spirit for ourselves for our our brothers our sisters unfortunately we we it has become commercialized you know, of course, and now with the technology that we have today, everything's out in the open. Mm -hmm. And um, what was once mystery schools have become not so mystery any anymore. So mm -hmm. you have to understand that that th th this is a calling. You know, I I didn't choose this. This is, this chose me. This is something that I'm part of, and mm -hmm. I need and and you have to un, and and you have to realize within yourself that the love within you resonates to others, and that's what's important. And communal energies. Okay, you could like you could be solitary if you'd like. Okay, fine. That you'll be solitary. Mm -hmm. But that's stagnant. You want to grow, you want to evolve. You want to reach out for those communal energies. So you mm -hmm. go further. You you tap into other groups or or mm -hmm. become part of a coven or a congregation. Mm -hmm. Like let's say the temple with of Lori Cabot of the, the Cabot Ken Hermetic Temple, and you res you that resonates with you. That's mm -hmm. part of the steps that you take for spiritual evolution within this plane of existence as human mm -hmm. beings. Mm -hmm. But this is that, and we need to 
don't worry about others. Absolutely. Yes, others others will mm -hmm. have their ego, they'll have their pretense, they'll have the this, they'll have that. You, the you know, fighting. the fights and them. Yeah. You, you eradicate, like Lauren Cabot says, put a white X over them, you neutralize it, and you move on. Mm -hmm. This is this is about mm -hmm. your your spiritual growth, and that's what's important. And you when and, and whatever. That's our dog. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I think we have a puppy. I think we have a puppy emergency there. <laughs> Oh, ¿qué le pasó al perro? Ay, pobrecito. No, no sé, no sé, no sé. Okay. Pero me está aullando. Parece oh. que, que, que lo, lo, lo asustó o algo. Oh. Pero no, lo que tú dices eh, para la persona que habla español es muy importante. ¿Me entiendes? Porque el ego eh, interfiere mucho con el espíritu. Oh, mente. no. You have to separate the ego. El ego, el ego no es importante. El, el ego moderadamente, you know, within moderation, you have to have some sort of, uh, right about that. you know, so your self-esteem, obviously. Yes, self-esteem and everything. But, and, and, a, and a good balance of ego, but ego went to the point that harms others, you know, then you're defeating its purpose. And this, and you're calling yourself, you know, on the spiritual path. Not, not necessarily so. So th this is this is the true, you know, ignorance. Yes, you learn. You're guided by those teachers. Like I said, we honor our elders. As we honor our elders, we honor ourselves because from our elders we become teachers. We become the elders. Absolutely. Yes, we become the teachers. And we yeah. become our elders, and and we need and we need to bring that love and compassion. We don't have that. Yes. It's about oh, not the competition. You know, you know the, uh, yeah. do I do I necessarily want to be in the spotlight? No, I want I want to I want to have a very very peaceful life. I want to travel. I want to do this, but I work hard to provide oh, yeah. what. To be a good role model, to to give education, community, absolutely, to give community, to to be to be a leader, a spiritual leader for those who are in need. This is why I do it. Do I do absolutely. it for what notoriety? No, I'd rather be I'd rather be at peace. I work hard. I work with people every day in my life in surgery. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and then and then come and then I'm writing a book. I'm doing this. I'm I'm going to to help. I'm educating others. I'm I'm uh, mentoring. I do it out of the kindness of my heart because it's a calling. Mm -hmm. Ashe, 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 absolutely, Ashe, uh, definitely. And that and that's and that's the true reason of it all. Otherwise, you know, I mean, I, I would be laid back. I would be, I would be traveling. I would be doing other stuff. But <laughs> being a public figure within the craft and my uh, priesthood 
is wow. to provide that service for others. That's what's important. Mm -hmm. That's right. Vianney, uh, hello Vianney. Vianney says, el ego es la enfermedad del espíritu. No nos permite conectarnos bien. Exactamente. The, the ego, el, ego, el ego es una enfermedad que right. consume esto, no puedes volver. Yeah. Eso, exactly. eso, you know, that, that is, it's a sickness. And mm -hmm. people fall, uh, there was Forbes. I'll never forget Forbes, which is wisdom. He wrote it down one time. That 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 is the trappings that people fall into those trappings and no don't know how to balance it. everything in moderation. Ashe, Ashe, in total moderation. I don't everything want everything in moderation. You know why? Because yeah. it, the universe is balance, and Ashe. then we see yes, and, and, divin and so divinity. Is balance. We were just so talking we about that. that within ourselves. Yeah, in, in Yoruba, when they say Iwapele, Iwapele, many elders have talked about Iwapele, good character. That it is good character that can basically determine the outcome of your destiny and whether you can either have a good destiny or a bad destiny. Because you can have chosen a good destiny, but your character is out of balance. Mm -hmm. And Iwa is not so much good character, but balanced character, being in, in, in an equilibrium, right? So yeah. that's why it's very, very important. Yeah, um, universal law, universal exactly. force, the, the, you know, it's, it's that balance that we seek with, within ourselves to, mm -hmm. for our lives, you know, mm -hmm. we, we need the stability, we need health, we need love, we need Uh, prosperity mm -hmm. but we mm -hmm. also then then what do you what when you have those blessings what do you do you give on to others Ashay. absolutely Ashay. absolutely and ken so, allen says i don't want to be an elder but you know what i we do don't have a choice we have to pass these things to future generations so they won't be lost i'm proud i i have with um with one of my cabinet brothers jeff sutton Cabot Sutton, I was able to do a beautiful ceremony in Salem, Massachusetts, as we were, uh, it was called Wizardring, where we became elders within the, the tradition of the Cabot tradition. And uh, we were, we were, at, uh, had this ceremonial rite, initiatory rite, that, mm -hmm. that it was wonderful that I shared it with him. And uh, they're Canadians. And so they're part of my my family and my heart that I hold dear. And so nice. that that's something that that I share with you guys. Um, Thank you. It's 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 spirituality is one own practice. So mm -hmm. may it be Abrahamic. Uh, you know, ideology, it, it could be uh, anything, paganism, it could be anything, but as long as you practice with, with heart, with love, that's what's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sean Jerome. Sean Jerome. Yep. Go ahead. I'm going to ask something else. 
Okay. <laughs> the question, Before my so, dog starts to howl again. Oh my goodness! I apologize for that. Well, if he's howling, I guess. Yeah, I guess. He, he resonated thought, he, with he, what I was saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Was saying, or, or he she saw something. In. Yes, she, yes. Saw something. Yes, that was Zola, my Rottweiler. And yeah. oh, my oh, Newfoundlander wow. has to come. Wow. And here's my new feet. Oh, my goodness. He's in my face. Sorry, folks. <laughs> new moon okay, and okay. Libra. Yes. Blessings unto you. So okay. let, 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 let me ask you a question, Alejandro. Uh, uh, a Having again, I'm, I'm for the purpose of the audience and benefit of the audience, especially those that are in other traditions as well. Uh, having gone through again, uh, Palo, having gone through again, Regla de Rocha, and now being in, in the Cabot tradition, when it comes to, and you made it, you had you recited very well one of the apatakis of creation, of how the genesis of, of creation, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you and you you mentioned references and and respect for you know Oya Oshun and Yemoja, uh, in in Regla Ocha and, and equivalents in in Palo. Um, how how did that having seen that having sort of grown up or had that trajectory and seen the 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 Orishas and and the uh, Empungos and Enkisis in, in at work. How do you, how did you find the, the the jump or how how would you not compare because I, as you said I don't want to mix uh, to create a mix match you know question in the sense of you know um, mixing one tradition with the other but how from a worldview from a spiritual worldview how did you reconcile the spiritual worldview as per, let's say um, not just recited by Orisha or, or in Kisi, but also lived in terms of the systems of divination, the mediumship, the the, the, the divination through Dilogun, Edi Dilogun, through Ifa, and through other, other methods. How do you reconcile the spiritual forces in Cabot? In other words, how do they work? Although you keep them separate, how do you find that those forces interplay with each other? Or do no, they're, they're more ancestral. So what, how I compartmentalize, that's how you're, you're yeah. trying to you know, ask me this question. Yes. How I compartmentalize the forces and energies of, of the, the uh, tradition itself, um, it, it's very easy. To me, it's ancestral. So when, when, I'm, when I am going through Cabot, I'm, you see, I, how I went on to Cabot, the Cabot tradition was because being already a high priest within the Garden Area New York Wicca and also Welsh in New York City and having that, having my book of shadows and having all that, I was lacking something, you know, that, that I needed to do like a pilgrimage. So I went into, I went on to uh, Salem, Massachusetts. And when, when I went on to Salem, Massachusetts, what a better person than Lori Cabot for the Celtic mythology. So I was able to honor my Celtic heritage. I know I have that Celtic mm -hmm. heritage because my mother is, is very, you know, uh, Gallega. 
And so I knew that I had that Celtic um, energy that needed to be revered and, and honored. So I wanted to do that with the Cabot tradition and also my sentiments and, and love for Lori Cabot for her accomplishments within the craft, being such a recognized figure uh, within within um, modern day witchcraft, so I wanted I wanted to also be part of that, and I was able to, and that's and that's how I ventured into. So I carpomentalize what is um, through ancestry, through what is the cabbage tradition, and then the ATRs. So I know, and to me, it's mm -hmm. easy. It's it's one thing mm -hmm. or the other. So right. it's from Keridwin, or I would go into Oya, or I would go into Rianin, or you know, or or um, Oshun, mm -hmm. And okay. so I know, I know the differences. I know it's it's history, it's folklore, uh, it's magic. I feel it. I resonate with it. It bathes me. I you would feel it definitely it, yes, it's something it's, that... in, it's in my heart it's in my absolutely heart. It's, in, it's in my my it's soul in. when when i mm -hmm. when i know about it's uh the differences so when i'm when i like like today when i spoke about the atrs i spoke its language mm -hmm. and i sang mm -hmm. certain pr uh, prayers um it resonated within it's you. It, it, it's it's part of me because it's part of my upbringing mm -hmm. and, and it's authentic. Mm -hmm. That authenticity shines through me as well as when Absolutely. I practice, let's say, um, Gardnerian. It would be Gardnerian. Absolutely. Cabot. So that's something that I, I compartmentalize and that I know how to do. It's mm -hmm. easy it, mm -hmm. for me. It is. Yes. Yes. Not others, everybody not. is able to do that. No. Exactly. Maybe for and that's others something... it's not. But, but for me, it is easy. And um, because I'm, I guess I'm a Virgo. And, and Virgos are very, very, you know, <laughs> methodical. So, <laughs> so I know, no, I know how to, I know how to do that. So ancestrally, that is that is the answer. It's it's I I tap into the ancestors and I mm -hmm. tap into that energy, that folklore, mm -hmm. uh, that wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the only and, way to do that. And in speaking about the ancestors, I mean, our, our we, we the motto of our show, as you know, is is life is the journey our ancestors began. And you made a distinction, which was very happy for you to make early on in the show mm -hmm. when Teresa was asking you the question. And many of our guests have a common view and a clarity of, of difference between, when we use the term ancestor, there are, yes, blood ancestors, but there's other types of mm -hmm. ancestral spiritual guys that not do not, are quite often have nothing to do with your blood lineage, yeah. but represent, especially in El Espiritismo Cartesiano, tu guía espiritual. In in terms of this, you, I ask this. This may be a bit of a personal question, so it's up. To, I, I leave it to your discretion to answer or not to answer, depending on your comfort level. Mm -hmm. 
in terms of your own guia spiritual, in terms of your own journey, in terms of your own ancestral spiritual, or as the Yoruba say, Obaegu, what in your, from your communication, from your uh, basically communion with that spirit, which of the traditions is the one that more resonates with that spirit? And how, how did that spirit, how did the knowledge or the awareness of that ancestral spiritual guide or Gia Spiritual help you or guide you through these different traditions to where you are today? Okay. Um, there is the, within the pantheon, let's say, let's, let's talk Labore Spiritual. <laughs> the pantheon within the pantheon uh spiritual pantheon you have you have certain spiritual guides okay mm -hmm. and then you have one particular spirit which is so it's very enlightened it is very elevated there is different okay. dimensions okay uh, whoever uh, whoever re read you know uh, the hermetic philosophy knows about different dimensions and so there is this particular spirit is so elevated but yet it is one of the the most um purest spirits um forces entities that is your garden mm -hmm. angel mm -hmm. what we Absolutely. call garden angel but it's it's a protector a guardian and so then you have spirit guides on a more uh, closer dimension. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's like a parallel dimension. And that spirit, mm -hmm. those spirits are there with you. And then there's, then mm -hmm. goes on and on and on and on until it reaches a mm -hmm. very uh, enlightened uh, mm -hmm. entity, which would be your guardian angel. Um, Absolutely. That spirit Absolutely. I have seen. That spirit has. Oh wow! Um, has touched me. Has shown itself. Mm -hmm. And um, as Absolutely. a little boy, and I would say that it is a beautiful um imagery to this day i have in my mind impregnated in my mind and um forever absolutely and yep. to the day i die i will see that spirit i guess that spirit will will, will be with me will guide me and so um absolutely. it is something that is just beyond words i have to say so and that, we're that is we are definitely familiar with that as jean jerome yeah. is always uh referring to as our main guide our joto this is what i work with as well yeah. and my own court of spirits as well and so i know exactly what you talk about alexander totally coming forward making himself known in so many ways and very yeah. mystical ways it's sometimes it's quite stunning it really is oh it's, it's something breathtaking that, yeah it's totally breathtaking it, it's so 
it's so powerful. They take you to a place. In this, in this they, spirit, they actually create. This, this, this spirit has and, and shown itself I know what mentally of. and also physically. You know, has visualized mm -hmm. itself within my mind and also Absolutely. physically has presented itself onto me. And so that's something that I'll always remember and always love. I, I know exactly. Thank you for sharing. I know exactly what you speak of. Totally. It, it's, it's an experience I've had, I've gone yeah. through myself and it's sort of a shamanic initiatory um, oh. experience that I, I went through. Correct. So I, I definitely can relate to that for sure. Correct. Jean Jerome, is there anyone else that has any questions? I, I, I sent I sent out a, uh, I think everybody's very immersed in the conversation because we have several people watching uh, right now, but they, they're either shy. I sent out a, uh, a statement saying, please ask, feel free to ask your questions. Don't be shy. But nobody's posed any questions just yet. So I have one more question. I, I noticed in you a very strong influence. Espiritualmente, mucha influencia de los masones. Lo que más te influencia a ti es espíritu que era masón. How have you found that in your practice of, of a Gardnerian and, and in the Cabot tradition and having family who were Freemasons, how have you found have you found a lot of evidence of uh elements or aspects of practice or ritual that may come or have an origin in freemason um actually Gar gardner who <laughs> started the mm -hmm. whole uh wicca the the movement of wicca modern mm -hmm. day you know witchcraft uh, he he took a lot of uh, influences from Rosicrucians, Freemasons. Um, he tied mm -hmm. them all in. Uh, so mm -hmm. he says he claims that he was initiated through the New Forest and, and uh, through a mm -hmm. coven. Um, and he developed, uh, which which is the the you know the. British traditional witchcraft today, um, mm -hmm. but a lot of the a lot of it are family traditions that, like like Teresa and I always said, that oral traditions that were passed mm -hmm. down um, through Welsh, Scotch, Scottish, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, in the English as well. Um, I would say I would say that that. Um, Today we have the modern day witchcraft because of Daryl Gardner, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't think that he ever intended it to be called Wicca. I don't, I don't think <laughs> that it just grew to become what it is today. Uh, Wicca, as you know, is, is an Anglo-Saxon word that, that is, uh, yeah. the, you know, the male practitioner, the, the witcher. And so mm -hmm. he never, I don't think that, especially when we were revering female divinity, that he would be using the male term 
to be mm -hmm. titled as the modern day witchcraft. I don't think that that he intended that to become, but it, it became. And that's what mm -hmm. we have to today, even though we might, you know, oh, no, no way. But we have we have to embrace it. It, it is federally recognized yes, from, since 1986 uh, that that you know uh, witchcraft is it's, Wicca is known as as a federally recognized religion. Absolutely, absolutely, it's part of our heritage now. You know, and moving forward. Well, here in America, you know, I don't know about Canada. I don't know. I don't know. It about is. It is. It's recognized. It is. It it definitely is. We have our uh, British traditional. I've I've been initiated into a British traditional, which uh, Lady Ria and I <laughs> discussed and said we're actually cousins <laughs> because of the same <laughs> witches in our lineage. So oh, we, I guess that we're, we're cousins too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, very very fascinating. So I I don't know about you, Jean Jerome, but I think this has turned out to be more English than it has Spanish. Yeah, we're, we're having people asking. I have to switch it up to Spanish here because I, I Sonia, Sonia Lopez dice si podemos, vaya, si se puede hablar en español. Y Aburua Boye, lástima que no se puede hablar, que no puede hablar inglés, en inglés. No, podemos hablar un poquito en español. Para eso que quieren saber, esto es, estamos hablando sobre las diferencias de tradiciones en lo que es la brujería británica, lo que uh -huh. ahora en, en Estados Unidos, en Canadá, se practica, que son eh, tradiciones que vienen de Inglaterra, eh, la gardineriana, la alexandra, eh, alexandrina, y bueno, eso es todo. Y ahora tenemos la americana, que es Cabot Tradition, Corellian. Hay varias tradiciones en lo que es la brujería. Eh, basada en, yeah. en, en, en británica. Y eso, y eso es lo que esto estamos mm -hmm. hablando también. Estamos hablando lo que es Palomonte. Regla de ocho, se habló un poco. Regla de ocho, sí, Yoruba. En, en, en Nueva York. En Nueva, en York, York, en Nueva York. En Nueva Exacto. York, como te vaya, se manifestó la religión en Nueva York. Siguiendo en español, eh, ¿qué consejo, eh, Alejandro, qué consejo tú le darías a personas jóvenes que, que están buscando su espiritualidad, que están buscando su dirección espiritual, con especialmente no solamente en Nueva York, sino en un mundo donde se ve tantas tradiciones diferentes, tantas ramas diferentes. ¿Cómo, ¿Qué tú aconsejarías a esa, a esa juventud? El consejo que les puedo dar yo es de, de buscar, de saber adentro de ello qué, qué es lo que pueden tener esto, qué campo espiritual quieren tener. Buscar ese maestro, buscar ciertos libros, leer sobre ese tema, eh, explorar un maestro eh, que le puede guiar, que le puede ayudar a orientarlo en ese campo espiritual. Eso, eso, así es como yo comencé. Yo comencé en, 
la búsqueda de, de una comunidad y después de un maestro, una maestra que podía orientarme en el, en el campo espiritual. Y así fue, así fue la orientación mía y pude desarrollarme medunímicamente y también en, en lo que era eh, eh, Palomonte y mm -hmm. después Ocha. So, Teresa, just for the English speaker, again, I asked what advice you could give young, mm -hmm. a young person who is looking, you know, first looking at, you know, as finding mm -hmm. their spiritual path or journey and uh, mm -hmm. what advice he would give, especially with so many different traditions being discussed mm -hmm. and represented. So, um, uh, Alexander uh, gave a very good, uh, you know, sort of breakdown in terms of looking for community, looking for, for elders. You know, and, yes. and I can teach them. They have the respect, and and they can and to choose which energy or which path, spiritual path, resonates with the individual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's important. No, that's for, important for one own to that you mm -hmm. have to choose. You have to know and resonate with that tradition. It could be Alexandrian. Absolutely. It could be Gardnerian. It could be Cabot. It could be anything else. Uh, Shay, Lee Cabot Dagas says, great episode tonight, spreading the knowledge and wisdom from such a respectful elder, dear friend and brother of the Cabot tradition, Alexander Cabot, blessed be. I love him very much, Lee Cabot Dagas, yes. Thank you for y, that. No. Dice, bueno, bueno, muchas gracias desde Argentina. Ah, querida Argentina. <laughs> Estaba oyendo yo eh, Julia Senko, ah, una cantante bien. argentina hoy en día. Ah, muy bien, muy bien. Y, y Alexander, say this in Spanish and English. Um, Alexander, you, you, you mentioned uh, you had recently, I believe, had some uh, cultural and spiritual exchanges with uh, Brazil. And um, how. If you, I don't know if you're at liberty to discuss it, but uh, was it with any with it was it with the um, with the British traditional witchcraft in that in Brazil, or was it with other traditions like Kimbi, um, Candomblé, Umbanda, Kimba, or anything? <laughs> Candomblé. Um, no, it was it was uh, how I got to go to Brazil was that my my boss of you know, at the time, uh, I was invited to do a, a surgical symposium in Brazil. This was 2003. Okay. And I, we, we were doing um, a surgical symposium where we were operating in one town off of Sao Paulo. And it was being filmed in Sao Paulo at this hotel at this symposium mm -hmm. and so um that was my first experience in going to brazil and right away because i being cuban and brazilians are very very similar very, uh -huh. mm -hmm. the magical energy is like magnet it just yeah. it just <laughs> it's magnetized quickly and so right away with the Brazilians, I was able to uh, feel that 
hospitality, that family, that magic uh, with them that uh, was so endear and, and, and um, captivating. And I made friends right away. And so I, I was, there was this uh, Spaniard, a Castilian family that their, their son and daughters, they spoke Spanish as well, but they, they, uh, they were born in Brazil, but their, their parents are from Castile. And so I, I fell in love with them and we became instant friends and, and so close. And from then on, I started going more and more to Brazil. And uh, when I became a Cabot High Priest, I was asked by uh, Laurie to represent the tradition in Brazil. And that was my first venture as, within the ministry of the Cabot tradition mm -hmm. as a, a Reverend High Priest and an ambassador to represent the tradition in Brazil. And it was an amazing journey where I did in Sao Paulo, and then I did, um, I did a whole lecture in um, the University of Rio de Janeiro uh, in an auditorium with 300 folks. And I, that was overwhelming for me. Um, for the first time, I was like, okay, good thing I have a PowerPoint presentation. So <laughs> this is something that, that, uh, that was my first uh, exposure onto the the spotlight or or mm -hmm. you know the public eye as a pagan um, representative or role model. So I, I this is mm -hmm. definitely was my first um, exposure, and so mm -hmm. Brazil was that platform. And then I came okay. back to the states, and then it, it started. It started rolling from there okay so i get go ahead go ahead i was going to say i got the impression that when you went to brazil as you said you were there to present yourself as a high priest of the cabot tradition was there um a community obviously you said there were 300 people who came to see you so obviously there was an interest in something other than what was local to brazil at the time candomblé um there was so there was there was different there's different traditions within uh this was in rio de janeiro so there was okay. different traditions within uh, Brazil and there they were they were pagans they were Wiccans they were solitaries they were candomblé they were they were um, uh, babalaos that they you know mm -hmm. they were different they were uh, because I did a pilgrimage it was a um, a march through the streets mm -hmm. of Copacabana uh, it was a parade of uh, tolerancia religiosa. So it was, a, a, it was a, a religious tolerance movement or march that is done every uh, September in Rio de Janeiro, okay. in Copacabana. And so I was invited not only to talk, but also to part participate and carry the, the Cabot banner within awesome. that march uh, 
and, and they were they were it was ecumenical they were there were all types awesome. of uh, churches religious um uh, christians christianity catholics uh, protestants of awesome. all types of denominations walking mm -hmm. within that march and then the pagans awesome. as well they were hindus they were buddhists they were uh um, alankardeks the um even masons they were you know they were not they're mm -hmm. not religious mm -hmm. in a religious order but they they're they're a congregation so they were marching as well very awesome good. N nestor says para mí la mejor cultura de oricha umbandista de la quimbanda se encuentra en bahía la vieja en lo más la antiguo la bahía Bahía. La mejor, el mejor carnaval que uno puede tener. Yeah. Esto, Río de Janeiro, sí, el carnaval es comercial y todo, pero eh, lo que es Bahía, el carnaval de Bahía es lo mejor. Eso es folclórico, eso es genuo. Para mí, okay. eso es lo más espectacular que yo pudo tener. Ah, che, And just before I read Jay Sword's question in English. Uh, what what um, Isaiah has, has pointed out that march is very important because in Brazil there has been mm -hmm. in the last you know several years a lot of incidents of abuse, of discrimination, of violence against practitioners of Afro-descendant religions and belief systems. So for right. um, you know the Cabot tradition to have had a representative as eloquent as as uh, Reverend Alexander to show that moral support and show you know, that, that unit awesome. with all these other traditions is something worthy of note to the point that the situation in Brazil has, was so grievous in terms of the abuse and the deaths and the destruction mm -hmm. of property yes. and, and altars and temples and shrines that there was an appeal by the Mai uh, Pae Santo all the way to the United Nations. Yes, yes. Awesome. So that's good. No, and that's important to note. Absolutely. Yeah. So J Sword says, "Hi, it's J Sword. I have two questions. If you are allowed to talk about it, what are some of your daily spiritual practices? Number one, and number two is what advice would you give to people to help them get through the difficult time of the pandemic?" I would say meditation. Um, that has helped me throughout this time to um, have some reflection, quiet reflection um, mm -hmm. within myself. Uh, as a frontliner, it's been very hard. And we mm -hmm. are now in the aftermath of this pandemic, and, but we're still <laughs> riding it. Um, mm -hmm. I would, I would, I think that by December, the vaccine will be out. Um, don't be scared of it. it mm -hmm. It's going to be in, in two increments given mm -hmm. this vaccine. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I believe that this, you know, don't think about all this, um, theories, uh, conspiracy theories and so forth um this Absolutely. is this is this is this is true that we we are now mm -hmm. um here in new york our numbers are rising 
but the death toll is still contained. It's not as severe as it was. So we we are it's similar we're doing you know too. I think that yes we would we could have a second wave like they, or maybe we're entering a second wave, but mm -hmm. I I think that we have a better control on it. You know than well, than what we did in the beginning. No, that's as a good to know. As a frontliner, I would say that that I don't want to be I don't want to go through what I went through. I, I surely don't want to do that. I, I, you know, I want to have the serenity and, and the routine that I always had. Um, mm -hmm. But we need we need to focus on ourselves to heal ourselves, heal our families, our loved ones. Um, Absolutely. We we need to meditate. We need to focus on, on the good of, of, of humanity, the good of all, because, Absolutely. you know, and, and project onto the universe. And hopefully if, if you, in unity, right there is there. strength. And if we do that, we will be better off. Absolutely. You said you hit the nail right on the head there, Alexander, okay. with regard to really projecting that that positivity, that support of one another, because that's the only way we're actually going to get through this, you know, and on an individual basis, I totally agree with you. Meditation, um, reflection on oneself. I mean, this is really what this pandemic has done for a lot of us. Right. So what we, what we say in Spanish, no hay mal que por bien no no <laughs> there's no bad that from, Good comes out from. <laughs> Absolutely. So this this is a time of of self reflection, of healing oneself, of of asking for the better good, for the higher good of oneself for, for humanity itself and the world. Absolutely. Sorry about that, but my dog is just uh, <laughs> right in my face, aren't you, Stashu? Yes, 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 my big noof right in my face. <laughs> so, Alexander, a quote, a quote as we as we, we reach the, 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 the end of the second okay. hour, a quote uh, that basically summarizes your philosophy of life and practice and that really best exemplifies yourself. This is this is a this is a very from my heart, and it's a quote that is um, has been copyrighted, and you know it's it's my own, but be a light unto darkness, so you may be the black balance of the universe. Blessings. Oh, That's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Alexander. And kudos to you being a frontliner for for this <laughs> pandemic, especially and being in New York. a leader and in New York, spiritually, New York, like New York, honest uh, to God. Yes, you know, it's, it's blessings to you. It's sure. heartbreaking. My my own city here. It's boarded up. We have homeless. We have. It's not the same. New York is not the same like it used to be. But it is home, mm -hmm. and I work. Uh, very hard to provide, you know, the services that mm -hmm. I do, and and um, 
and that creates my own livelihood and that's what's important so and we're I'm, I'm looking for better times better days up ahead Ashe, Ashe. so Teresa do you have any final question or anything else you'd like to ask um no other than I was tickled pink that you came onto our show awesome i really really enjoyed this alexander it's been a real pleasure You're it really has and well. sure everyone who's tuned in i in enjoyed Canada, too i enjoyed meeting you guys you guys are are wonderful i hope to see you soon this i hope i hope the yeah. you know once the pandemic subside the border reopens we'd love to have you up here in Canada to, I'm sure all your cabin family as well would be, would die for you to come up and uh, maybe <laughs> we take a visit down Definitely. to New York and, and break bread together and, uh, you know, share some more stories and, Absolutely. and wisdom. So yes. thank you very Absolutely. much. Muchas bendiciones para su familia, para toda la familia de Nueva York. Mucha y salud, salud, que lo haga lo más así importante. Salud sobre todo. Salud Pero sobre mucho, todo. Mucho, mucho, mucho. Amor. Amor. Luis Progreso para ese espíritu. Luis Progreso para ese espíritu. Fuerte mercado. There goes my cuckoo clock. Muchas bendiciones. Muchísimas gracias por estar en el programa. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't, of course, acknowledge one of our most loyal oh, yes. and furry of uh, audience, Mojo, oh. which is tuning in week after week, <laughs> watching the show religiously, always uh, watches our Since guests. Since he was a baby kitten. This is a baby. Right? So I have to say, Beth is Beth's cat. Uh, so thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing always that picture. It's always, I know it warms everybody's heart. Yes. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Thank you. So I, I want to say thank you once again, Alexander, for coming on our show. Thank you to everybody who's tuned in and are watching our show and following us here in Canada. Um, mm -hmm. As you know, we have an uh, audience that is worldwide, everywhere from Canada to um, Europe to Great Britain to all the way to Tuva in Siberia even and to South America. So we have a wide audience and I know everybody who's tuned in is just, well, we're all tickled pink and we are pleased that you came on board for sure. And I'm sure everyone's enjoying this too. And all these people, now everybody starts talking. Ah, now <laughs> talking. And I, I don't have my glasses, so I can't read <laughs> Uh, Néstor Cadelo de Argentina, from Argentina, says, Hoy hablamos mucho de la cultura religiosa, tanto Yoruba, Cubana, Santería, el Vudú, etc., que comienza mucho con Egipto, India y Arabia. ¿Qué dirían ustedes? Si puede ser en español, gracias. Bueno, esto, o sea, las raíces eh, son naturalmente de, 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 esa, de esas tradiciones, esto... Eh, dicen que nosotros venimos de África, nuestras raíces son de África, entonces, y, y los egipcios dieron mucho de la, nuestra cultura, 
esto, Babylonians as well. So okay. uh, I'm, I'm talking about the, you know, the roots of mm -hmm. civilization, of humanity itself, our magical practice. Uh, where, where did they come from? You know, of course, the Kemetics, the, the, uh, the, um, the Babylonians, Sumerians. So the Sumerians, you know, I mean, you have a lot Absolutely. of those, uh, you know, we, we, we take from those traits, the Greeks, the Romans, obviously. Mm -hmm. So it's, a, it's always been a chain, the, the, the uh, Judaica. So it's always been a chain reaction. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So it's been a chain rea reaction throughout life. And it, what it, what's it, what's it all called? Humanity. It's okay. all part of humanity. It's all part of our our, our species and our civilizations throughout. Yeah. No, I mean, muchas las investigaciones que hemos hecho hace 10 años que estamos haciendo investigaciones tanto con Boconoda, Fuji, el Elifar World Conference, Babanense y otros grupos, eh, buscando las raíces eh, uh, culturales y religiosas de las tradiciones que se practican en en, en eh, oricha, regla de ocha, oricha, y fa, Yoruba, también el voto en Berlina, el voto de los FOMB, y tanto también de eh, investigaciones que también hace otras personas como Owen uh, Ballard eh, sobre la, la raíces de Inquisi, o sea, también la, los orígenes de Inquisi viniendo de otras, otras regiones y la influencia de esa zona de Egipto, Babilonia, Sumeria todo lo que es Mesopotamia, toda la, la parte de esa también de los fenicios y otras culturas de India, también de Oriente. Uh, oh, in even India, which is one very, bien antiguo. Y, esto, y las escrituras, esto, Samscripts, de que son las más viejas. Eh, todo eso es parte de nuestros ancestros. Uh -huh nuestros ancestros y eso y eso es lo que es importante esa es la magia que no, nosotros hoy tenemos en, en, en nuestra vida en esta generación y el reverendo Alexander eh, dijo algo al principio muy interesante él, él, él uh, describió que la religión siendo un, un resultado de la cultura y de la forma de la persona de ver lo espiritual pero lo que tenemos que darnos cuenta es que cada cultura se basa en años, milenios de emigración, de intercambio. Y ahora en este mundo globalizado hay mucha información que circula y muchas tradiciones a través del comercio que se ve muy evidente. Por ejemplo, en Benin se ve eh, uh -huh. se ve dioses eh, hindú, vodú. Me dicen vodú, pero son dioses hindú por el intercambio comercial de telas y otros productos como el aceite de pan etcétera. Entonces, eh, que los orígenes, que ha habido mucho intercambio religioso, espiritual, absolutamente, y que mucho de ese conocimiento proviene de esa parte de África del Este, de Mesopotamia, eh, de Egipto, etcétera, es muy, muy correcto en muchas formas, y de otras partes también, hasta las montañas rurales y, y la parte eslávica también, eslávics as well. Now, there's a lot of, Teresa of, understands everything that we said. <laughs> oh, Teresa's sure. right on that. Teresa's right on that, right, Teresa? Absolutely. 
So no, I'm I was just recap. I was just saying a lot of these traditions, as as uh, Reverend Alexander said earlier on, that you know the religion is really an expression, a cultural expression of how people see the divine, right? And that as the, fundamentally these are universal truths, and that with you know over the century with migrations of populations and commerce over other things not so pleasant like the Atlantic slave trades, other forms of slave trades from one area of the world to the other. These religions and belief systems spread and you can see the influence. And they merged. And they merged, exactly. So Absolutely. That's why we Absolutely. had the, the library Alex, Alexandria. You know Actually, what I mean? And we had a lot of that, that diversity um, in, in Alexandria. You know, so that's one of the one of the beauties, the beauties of humanity coming together. But like I always say, and I'm going to say this in Spanish, la religión es hecha por el hombre. La la religión esto eso es todo solamente nuestra interpretación de lo que es nuestra espiritualidad. Entonces nosotros buscamos lo que es divinidad, la, lo que es el dios o la diosa, en nosotros lo buscamos sobre la religión. Y eso, y eso es lo que tenemos hoy. Eh, cristianismo, budismo, lo que sea. Eso es lo importante que uno tiene que definir en lo que, esto, en, en lo que, lo que uno cree y tiene fe. And I have one question, actually, just when you said that, I got to ask this in Spanish, just, <laughs> want, we just don't want to let you go, my brother. Oh. Um, in, in, your, in, your, in the, the name of your uh, temple, uh, the Cabot Temple, you use the word hermetic. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask the question, the, the source or the origin of the word hermetic within the use in in your temple's name, it, does it have anything to do with the cause of Hermes Trismegistus? Hermes Trismegistus, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hermes Trismegistus, yes. Yes. Three trice. Trismegistus. Hermes. Yes. The three trice. Um, yes. Hermes Trismegistus. Yes. <laughs> That's a full word. That's a full, a full word. Mouth Easy for us to say, right? <laughs> yeah. Trismegistus, yes. Um, Hermes uh, being a um, sentient being, a god itself, um, and he was father of astrology, of, of arithmetic, of, of so many. Um, so he uh, gave way to what is the, um, the knowledge of the hermetic laws so there was these three initiates that today we know that one of them is not so anonymous anymore which is paul foster case um is one of the three initiates of the of the of the book written today as the uh kibalian 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 whatever however you want to pronounce it uh the kibalian is uh, a fantastic little book that a lot of occultists refer to. Uh, 
and this is this is the book that gives way to the seven seven principles of the Hermetic laws. Uh, the first mm -hmm. one being obviously mentalism. So we we are within the mm -hmm. mind of the all. So this is our reflection of the universe. So we connect. You, we, mm -hmm. This is the this is the source of it all. Um, they used to, uh, in, our ancestors would would say that a heart would be our within our spirit. It is not so. It's it, the heart is a life source as well. It's a muscle, but it is the mind that encases our soul. So the mind is, is that's why we tap into um, our remote viewing, our, our uh, higher consciousness mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, through our mind. Uh, this is part of our We're soul. This is part mm -hmm. within, the, within this plane of existence. That's how we tap into other dimensions, the parallel universes, quote-unquote, let's say. Absolutely. Okay. Very, very good. Well, my we could go on. So, I know. I, I want to be respectful for your time, and we appreciate you. Uh, many blessings. Long life. And may you be able to continue your path in peace. Thank you. In prosperity, in blessings, and for you and your community. And we are honored to have had you on the show. And uh, a shout out to all your community again. Many blessings to you all and our respect. And it is I enjoyed it. I enjoyed meeting be. you guys. You guys are, are and wonderful. blessed be to all. Blessed be. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. And I think we're going to say good night. So yes. thank Buenas you for noches. everyone tuning in. <laughs> Buenas noches. Blessed be. And Mi amor a todos. farewell. Farewell and thank you to all. All right. And to all the ancestors who tuned in as well. Achy, so achy. many blessings. Absolutely. Good night, everybody. Ciao. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Have a wonderful weekend.